You're listening to Friendlier, the podcast for friends who love to talk, read, and eat. I'm Sarah. And I'm Abby. Today we're going to talk about our plans for the summer, but first we wanted to mention our new schedule for the podcast going forward. We've decided to release new episodes on the first Tuesday of each month instead of every other week as we've been doing. As our lives have gotten busier, it's been tough to fit in podcasting, but we love this creative project and connecting with all of you, so we're hopeful that the new schedule will help us continue to fit the pod into our lives. Now, let's catch up on life lately. What's new with you, Sarah? A couple of weeks ago, I went to go see the play Annie with E, and it was really fun. We made a whole evening of it and went out to eat Indian food first. Mmm. And I have really fond memories of going to see this play with my mom when I was around E's age. Oh, that's so nice. So it's fun to get to experience it on the other side. I will say it's made me do a lot of reflecting about spending time individually with my kids as opposed to as a whole family. Mm. Because while it was really fun to do something with just her, while I was there, I also kept thinking about how much HP and Neil would have enjoyed it too. Mm. And how much I value creating these memories as a whole family. And then I got home and HP and Neil had had a wonderful time together. HP biked to Kroger while Neil ran next to him and they got (laughs) ice cream and cones and Neil taught him a new card game. And I think they had a wonderful evening as well. So that made me feel better when I got home that they were also having just a different fun time. But just something I'm contemplating as I think about how we spend time with each other as a family. What's new with you? We have baby robins on our front porch. (laughs) So I have a wreath that I usually switch out that's sort of a more wintry wreath. And then Mm -hmm. I have a more springy wreath. But this year, before I got my act together to switch out the winter wreath to the spring one, Uh a mama robin had built a nest between the wreath and our front door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then put three little beautiful blue eggs in there. So we've been trying to use our front door as seldom as possible. The mm-hmm. baby birds are in there. They have completely pooped up the entire edge of the nest. So there will be some cleaning of our front door and yeah. that wreath <laughs> when they grow up and move on. Also, the cats love when... Well, I don't know if they love it, but they're very interested when they can mm-hmm. hear the baby birds because when the mom comes to feed them, they're mm-hmm. so loud now. <laughs> and the cats just look at the door from the inside like, what is happening? But it's been really fun. And I've snuck some pictures so that I can show the kids. Mm-hmm. And I've also been really thankful that we haven't opened the door and had the mother bird fly in because that oh, has happened yes. once with us. On Christmas Eve, right after we first moved here, we had a (laughs) wreath on the door and there was a little bird keeping warm in the wreath. And then we opened it and then the bird flew in and we have a really high ceiling in our living room and it was a whole thing. So it's going great. And I'm really glad that the Mama Robin trusted our front door to have her family this year. Yeah. Our family's story of a bird creating a nest where maybe it is not ideal is when I would use the bar mitts on our bike, oh, which yeah. are just those really big things you put your yeah. hands into. And I would leave them on for so long because I would just forget to take them off and uh-huh. put in the time to do it. And then there were several years in a row where a bird would start making a nest inside oh, no. of that. And that did inspire me to take it apart because we never got to the stage of there being Babies and baby birds. Yeah. (laughs) Those birds, they're industrious. They sure are. Now let's talk about what we've been reading. 
What is your latest read, Sarah? This week, I finished Romantic Comedy by Curtis Sittenfeld, and I have loved her books in the past and was excited for this one, and I was not disappointed. It was excellent. The book is a romance between Sally, who is a writer on The Night Owls, which is very obviously supposed to be Saturday Night Live, Mm -hmm. and Noah, who is a famous musician who comes to guest host on the show. I liked everything about this. I'm not sure if it's one of those books that just hit me at the right time. Mm -hmm. I found it thoroughly delightful. I loved the behind the scenes look at the making of late night sketch comedy. I loved the commentary on gender dynamics in our patriarchal society. Mm. I loved how she handled the pandemic. I feel like we're just Mm. now getting into books that have the pandemic as a plot point. And I thought the way she did it was excellent. And I found the romance to be both believable and enjoyable. As you can tell, I would recommend this. It is a wonderful choice for anyone looking for a solid, smart, not too cheesy, but just cheesy enough romance. I love it. I'm on the list for this already. Thanks to your recommendation. I can't wait. I hope you love it as much as I did. Me too. What have you been reading? I am deep in the Ravenels series by Lisa Klapus. These are historical romances centering on a family who's aristocratic, but whose estate has fallen into disrepair. And then there's lots of machinations of like, who's marrying who? And how are we going to get the money? And what are we going to do? And who's the brother? And, you know, all that stuff. And these books, they're not perfect. Like, there are some issues there. Mm Mm-hmm around consent where it's like right on the edge of Mm. does this feel okay you know where these like more modern romances I feel like are always so good on consent and so then it's really striking when it's not excellent Mm -hmm. but nevertheless the spice level's great I love the characters that are familiar and there's another series called the wallflowers that's Mm -hmm. the parents of these so now their children are marrying these ravenels so Mm. i just really like revisiting the same characters over and over Mm -hmm. and these books came to me at the exact right time when i was kind of in a slump and i was like Mm -hmm. "Eh, i don't want to read anything and then it was like here on a silver platter i guess there are seven ravenels and four wallflowers (laughs) So I've read all four wallflowers, and I just started the third Ravenel one. So seven books where I have like just churned right through. All right, they're old enough that the library has both the ebooks and the audiobooks available for most of them. And so, if that sounds like the sort of reading experience you need, would recommend. <laughs> now let's move on to our topic for today: our summer plans. Sarah, what will the summer look like for your family this year? Much the same as it has in past years with a mix of travel, camps, and lots of open time at the pool and in the neighborhood. This will be my first summer in my current position. So Neil and I are still trying to work out what our work schedules will look like. In the past, I often worked weekend days in the summer, which gave me more flexibility during the week. Hmm. And spread it out. So Neil and I were doing a lot more tag teaming of parenting where he was the main parent on the weekends. But Uh then I had some days where he could just go to work and do work during the week. And then there were days where he was working from home when I was at work. That won't be happening this summer because I no longer 
work weekends. So to be determined, but we're both fortunate to be able to have really flexible work schedules. So we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. What does your summer look like? In May, I am starting my full-time schedule at the hospital in labor and delivery. And like your past schedules, I will be working every Saturday and Sunday Mm -hmm. and then also one day during the week. What that means for us is that we are pulling Pepper from daycare in mid-June when Plum is out of school. Mm -hmm. And then the kids will be home four days a week with me. And one day a week we'll have a sitter and then they'll be with Andrew on the weekends. And then early August, they're both going to the same public elementary school. And I am psyched out of my mind about that. (laughs) (laughs) It's here. It's here. What you've been looking forward to. My dreams are coming true. What about summer trips? Do y'all have trips planned, Sarah? Yes, we have two main trips. We are going to South Carolina in May to visit Neil's brother and to go to the beach there. This is a trip we had originally planned for 2020, Mm. and that obviously did not happen. And this is the first year that we are able to bring it to fruition. Then in July, we are going to Colorado for a week to visit my sister, and we have several college friends out there that we're hoping to see as well. So fun. Including meeting a good friend's baby, who is not even really a baby now, will be a toddler, but that I have not met yet. So I'm really looking forward to that. I love it. And then in June, we have our annual three-day camping trip, which is just 20 minutes from where we are here, but feels like a fun family adventure Mm -hmm. to celebrate HP's birthday. And Then we are taking a one-day trip to visit an amusement park, which we did last year with my mom and are hoping to do again. So fun. What trips do you have planned? We have three trips, one per summer month. Mm -hmm. So in June, we're traveling to my grandma's memorial service in Ohio. We'll be there with family for five days, which I think that will be hard in some ways, but also Mm -hmm. really good to be able to be with everyone. And I'm so thankful that my schedule is flexible. You know, in school last year, I couldn't have taken a five-day trip. Yeah. So I'm really thankful for that in general with all of the trips that we're able to do. In July, this is still tentative, but we're hopeful that we can go back to North Carolina for a visit. We have friends who moved abroad right after we left and they will be back for three weeks this summer. Mm -hmm. So we're hoping to go see them and then to see all the other dear ones that are there. And then we are also going to the beach with friends the first week of August. So all these trips are four to five day trips, Mm -hmm. but that feels just right to me since there are so many of them in kind of a short amount of time. Yeah. And it's nice to have a little something to look forward to every month. Absolutely. What about camps and childcare for your kids, Sarah? We are doing some, but we're doing fewer than in years past. E was pretty adamant about not wanting to go back to the day camps that she did last year, even though she seemed to have a great time at the time. But she was interested in two art camps. So she's doing a half-day pottery camp and then another full-day art-based camp in July. HP is doing one week of a nature day camp, and then both kids are signed up for their first overnight camp. I am hoping that they love it, and then Neil and I will be enjoying a week at home with the house to ourselves, which sounds very luxurious. That sounds amazing. I was just texting with a friend about this today, that it's really hard to know what the right balance is of 
enough things that they're engaged and interested if they want to be doing that, but then enough open time to just be enjoying the summer. But then are there going to be kids around for them to play with in the summer? Is everyone else in camps and just trying to balance what feels right for your family and the social dynamics that are ever changing? And it's hard to know if you get it right until Mm -hmm. the summer's over. You learn (laughs) a little something every year. But I am hopeful that this will be good, that they'll have a few things that are more structured and then really a lot of weeks where it'll just be all of us hanging out and going to the pool. And hopefully we will find friends around in the neighborhood to enjoy a lazy summer with. Mm -hmm. I hope so too. And the final thing is we will be doing one session of swim lessons. Neither kid is that excited about it, but it will be happening and it'll be great. (laughs) Love it. I have one camp planned for Plum, which is the week right after she gets out of school before Pepper is out of daycare for good. Mm -hmm. But other than that, no camps. Mom days every day. There you go. Last year, as I said, I was in school full time. Mm -hmm. We just did camps all summer for Plum. Pepper stayed in his daycare. You know, he moved up to a new class sometime in there, but it really wasn't very different. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like they didn't ever get that downtime that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Getting a chance to be bored, getting a chance to watch screens for however long, reading books for hours and hours and hours, Mm -hmm. going to the pool, meeting friends, staying up late because you don't have anything to get up for in the morning, like that kind of stuff. And so I am really looking forward to doing that this summer with them. I hope it is amazing. Me too. In anticipating what summer will look like for your family, do you have house rules or structural type things that you're planning to implement? So during the school year this year, we started writing out lists for the kids of what they needed to do in the morning so we didn't have to be reminding them over and over, which was frustrating for everyone, them and us. Mm-hmm. E likes having an actual checkbox where she fills it in every day. Mm-hmm. And so Neil has been making her these lists that have 20 tiny boxes across the top for 20 days so he doesn't have to make it super often. HP just has an index cards with the things listed so that he can look and check to see if he's done them all, but he doesn't need to cross them off. We have not done that in the summer before, and I think we are going to because Mm -hmm. most of these are basic hygiene, human function things like Uh brush your teeth, brush your hair, put away your pajamas. There's a couple chore things where if it's their day to do the dishwasher, Mm -hmm. they need to do it, put away laundry. But I think we need to have more structure around that than we have in the past because sometimes some of those things wouldn't happen until afternoon time Mm -hmm. and they really need to happen in the morning time. So that is one structure that we will be doing. And then I'm not quite sure how we are going to handle screens this summer. We're in the middle of some family conversations about that. The screen use had ticked up for us in April in a way that didn't feel good. Mm -hmm. And so we agreed as a family to have a screen-free week last week and set some parameters of what that meant. It was awesome. I felt like it was such a good reset for all of us. Mm -hmm. And then we've started having these conversations about which parts of that did you like and what parts did you miss and how should we bring this back in in a way that feels good and that we can keep all the things that we enjoyed about not being on screens as much moving forward. So I'm thinking about that for the summer And just wanting to have some real intentional conversations with them about what that looks like. Mm Because I think especially if their friends are in camps, 
I am not interested in them turning to screens as their primary entertainment. And so just thinking about how we can do that in a way that feels good and not restrictive. Mm -hmm. What about structure and house rules for your family? So we're currently trying a thing on the weekend in anticipation of Andrew having the kids himself on the weekend, Mm -hmm. where if they wake up and make their own breakfast and eat it, then they can do iPads until the adults are awake. Mm -hmm. And that's really nice because particularly for Andrew, who really likes to sleep and really values sleeping in, I don't really sleep in. So that's Mm -hmm. not really a thing for me. Mm -hmm. So we're definitely going to maintain that for Saturdays and Sundays. But, you know, our current scenario now is that we are screen free during the week unless we're watching something as a family. Mm -hmm. And I think we'll probably keep that going for the mama days. But I also would love something to replace that with so that I can have some time in the mornings to Mm -hmm. sort of like get myself together, Mm -hmm. get on the rower, finish my book. It's really hard for me to pay attention to my kids if I started a good book the night before that I want to finish. (laughs) Mm, I know that feeling. So I want to work out some structure where they feel like they're getting the time they need, but then I'm also getting the time I need. So I need to think more about that. I have some time since it's mid-June that we're looking at, Mm -hmm. but I need to think more about how that structure can work if it's just me parenting four days a week. Yeah. I also want to get out of the house in some capacity every day, whether that's the pool, riding bikes in the park, going to the library. I think I have the tendency to just like want to lay around Mm. and my kids do too, but then them laying around turns into them hitting each other. So we want to avoid that. Yes. Getting out of the house was a must for me when I was home with my children. Good for all. Good for all. Somewhat related. Do you have summer aspirations, Sarah? I do. The kids and I have talked about them picking three recipes that we can have printed out in a binder or in the recipe folder. Mm-hmm. If I can't get it together to get a binder, which is a real possibility, <laughs> that they will learn to do this summer from start to finish. They are both really excited about this, I think largely because they are both planning to pick a cookie recipe and practice making it all the time, which Perfect. seems great. Mm-hmm. I've just been thinking a lot about what skills do these children need to know to be fully functioning humans out in the world in not that many years, Mm -hmm. and cooking is one of them. So we're hoping to practice those skills this summer. And then along those same lines, just taking up the chores a notch (laughs) while we have more time and less places that we have to be. Over the winter break, we agreed that we would rotate who cleans the bathrooms. So there's two bathrooms and four of us. Mm-hmm. So the idea was we would each clean one bathroom every other week, mm-hmm. and that would be a good way to make it happen. That never actually got implemented. Mm-hmm. I think it was a lot with the school year, and sure. I don't know. It didn't work. But <laughs> I have high hopes that this summer we can do it. And along those same lines, learning how to do laundry And hopefully doing that from start to finish once a week, that they could each run their own clothes. And then with cleaning up after dinner, they are both doing an excellent job. Right now we're trading off weeks of who is helping the parent who is cleaning. Mm -hmm. And I think that we can just help them take on some new or different aspects Mm -hmm. of the cleaning up process so that they have a better handle over how to do all of it instead of just some parts. Mm -hmm. So wish us luck on these endeavors. I feel like I'm setting the bar high, but I feel like with as many ideas as I have, at least one of them 
it's going to happen. And I love that. Cultivating independence is totally one of my aspirations too. And it's the like getting up, getting your own breakfast when Mm -hmm. you need a snack, not waiting for your parent to like tell you that you need a snack and that's why you're misbehaving, but like tuning into yourself and Mm -hmm. finding where is my snack? What will serve me to eat? I mean, I didn't learn that until I was 25, but I know would have been great if I had learned it much sooner. Right. 100 (laughs) percent agree. So any incremental progress we can make toward that goal would be absolutely amazing. And I think that's probably going to have to be some kind of family conference about what sort of snacks do you want this summer? Mm -hmm. What are you going to eat if I buy this thing? I'm not going to buy anything else until it's gone. So you have to be really ready that you're going to eat it, guys. (laughs) It's not just we're going to buy the snack and then mom's going to eat the whole snack because no one else is eating it, which is how things are kind of looking right now. So cultivating that independence is a huge aspiration. Along with that, we are doing weekly swim lessons currently, and I just want them much more independent in the water so that when we're going to the pool, they can really enjoy themselves. They feel safe. I trust them and feel safe with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll be there with them still because especially Pepper is really little and still pretty cautious. Mm-hmm. But I just want that independence in the pool to go up, up. Yeah. What difficulties or challenges are you anticipating about the coming summer? The biggest challenge is our ongoing renovation. Mm. Hopefully it will be done by July, question mark. Mm. So our routine will be disrupted for the first part of the summer with the actual renovation and having to make decisions and having to work on various projects. You know, when it's time to paint, we're going to be doing that ourselves and staining trim and various things. And then once it's done, there's going to be a lot of organizing, arranging, moving things in the house, Mm -hmm. getting the kids' Mm -hmm. rooms painted, moving them into separate rooms, moving our stuff back there, figuring out what furniture is going, what places, because we don't have furniture for that entire part of the house. Mm -hmm. And I imagine that that will take a lot of my physical and mental energy Mm -hmm. and that I may have less to give in terms of maintaining our regular routines and some of those aspirations Mm -hmm. I listed above that on the one hand, I think it's summer. We have fewer obligations. My classes are done. The kids aren't doing as many camps. And on the other hand, I think it's going to feel like a lot Mm -hmm. and that maybe I'm not going to want to be overseeing a bunch of new stuff at the same time. So Hmm. I'm trying to be thoughtful about that and may need to have some conversations with Neil about which of these aspirations are our priority and what can we realistically take on this summer, given the fact that we're doing this big project? Yeah, that kind of home disruption will touch every aspect of your lives, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then it'll be done. I can't wait for it to be done. Then it'll be done. By the time the summer's over, our house is going to be beautifully organized. We're all going to have our own space. It's going to feel so fresh and new and amazing. And I can't wait. Love it. The challenges that I am anticipating are mostly me coping with parenting all four days that I'm not working. Mm -hmm. Right now, with my schedule as it is, I have at least two days home without anyone else there where I can do chores, lay in my bed and listen to audiobooks. Mostly I do the second thing and not the first thing. (laughs) (laughs) But it's going to be a lot of not me time. Mm -hmm. I also think that not having stuff scheduled for the kids 
and moving into my schedule where I'm not home on the weekends could just be a challenge in and of itself. And Mm -hmm. luckily I have the entire month of May to basically figure it out before the kids are out of school. Mm -hmm. So I'm hopeful I can put some good things in place for myself Yeah. so that then when we layer the children back in, things will already be working pretty well. Mm -hmm. But I honestly can't say how it will go. So I welcome all the good vibes around that. Yeah, I will be sending them your way. I think it can be really hard to feel like with your partner, like your ship's passing in the night. That's Mm -hmm. how I felt sometimes in the summer where it was all good things that were happening and we were humming along, but just because we never had a day off together for sometimes weeks Mm -hmm. on end that that became trying eventually. Yeah. I'm hopeful that Andrew will be able to take some weekdays off. Yes. And then we can be doing family things or we may even get a sitter those days for like a lunch date so that he and I can just be adults Mm -hmm. together because you're right. Otherwise, we really won't have that time. Yep. Well, that's the end of our summer schedule talk today. Listeners, we would love to hear what your summer has in store. Let's finish by talking about what we've been eating. I have another freezer food to recommend. Mm-hmm. I have introduced my children to toaster strudel. Did you eat this mm. as a child? No, we never had this. We never had these or Pop-Tarts ever growing up. It was a very much a treat to have elsewhere. So this is a Pillsbury product that you get in the freezer section. It's a little pastry. It has a filling. The ones that we got were cinnamon. And then it has a little icing packet. So mm-hmm. I am training Plum to independently be able to prepare these for her and her brother in the mornings. So she just pops them in the toaster oven, hits the toast button, gets them out with her little hot pad, and then squeezes the icing on top. Mm-hmm. And they are hit so far. So I am hopeful that that will continue to be a hit and that we'll find many more things that they are happy to make for themselves for breakfast. Yes. Our first independent breakfast for our kids was also a freezer item, which was chocolate chip waffles. So yeah. can also recommend that. Perfect. For some easy toaster breakfast. Love it. What have y'all been eating, Sarah? I had a week a couple weeks ago where I just felt so inspired to be making (laughs) dinners after weeks and weeks of not feeling that way. And so one of the meals I made was shrimp tacos. Mm. I just had in my head that that would be delicious. So got frozen shrimp. I just looked up a recipe that had kind of a spice mixture Mm -hmm. of various things. Like a dry rub sort of situation. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then just sauteed them in some oil. And then I made this really good sauce to Mm. go with it that had tomatillos and a packet of the ranch powder Mm. in it, mayonnaise, milk, cilantro, and you blend it all up. So it's this creamy green sauce. No one else in my family really liked it, but it was delicious and I did an excellent job. Love that. (laughs) And it just felt like this really amazing elevated meal. Mm -hmm. It wasn't hard to do, but isn't something I normally do. So felt really special. I will say it did not provide for leftovers, that Mm. it was a one sitting situation. Yeah. But that one sitting was pretty tasty. That's all for this episode of Friendlier. It's been great talking with you, Abby, and with all of you listeners. You can find out more about everything we talked about today, including what we're reading and eating in the show notes in your podcast player. You can also leave us a comment on Instagram at Friendlier Podcast or email us friendlierpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. 
Until next time, may your books be engaging, your food delicious, and your conversations friendly. Then just move on. Let's just make it a short, short and sweet here for you to edit in 24 hours or whatever. Yeah, perfect. <laughs>